are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. Come on, we have a lot to get done. Come on, Thompson, open up. We haven't got a lot of time. If I come in, I better not find you buried in your bottle. I swear on my typewriter that if I smell the slightest whiff of alcohol, I'll shove your poster board so far up your ass, you'll be able to read the fine print through your goddamn smarmy-ass smile. All right, I'm coming in, and I am not taking any responsibility for your busted lock. Thompson? What in the hell? Where did he go? Huh. Looks like he at least took my advice and made use of the recorder I offered him. I was right to assume he'd be difficult to work with. Shit, Remington. Now what? Herrera won't accept excuses. He needs something airtight, showing that Jackie isn't involved, or he'll roast her on a spit. Hmm. Maybe Ian kept something here on the Blight. He wasn't in great shape when I first got here, but if my info was accurate about him... He liked to keep informed of potential enemies' whereabouts. CDD, the clubs... Hmm, what's this? Looks like notes on the goat. February 5th, single chemist as source. That must have been Audrey. April 11th, goat mentioned distribution 5% topside. Their product, probably. May 26th. Goat unusually tight-lipped tonight, though our usual conversation was also cut short by one of their runners barging in and demanding early payment. Man was super intense and glared at the goat with two different colored eyes. Hmm. Not enough to go on, but sort of a lead is better than no lead at all. May 28th. Went back to the elsewhere to make good on the goat's rain check but before going in, saw two men outside in the alley carrying duffel bags. Decided to tail them. Met up with some contact, definitely a number, but not sure what family. Caught a three marked on their neck, but had to leave before being made. Safe to assume it's a Corazon number at this point. If I see Ian later, I'll let him know I'm borrowing his notes on this.
Oh, man. Someone really kicked the hornet's nest over there. Well, with the Legion busy, I don't have to worry too much about running into one of them for a while. Best capitalize on this by heading over to the flea market and seeing what the word is. Hey, I'll take a bag of dates. Sure. Four fifty. That all? Yeah. Nice to be out and about without having the Legion breathing down your neck, huh? Made it harder to do business recently, that's for sure. Though I imagine this is just an interlude before one of the families push their way over and start requiring protection money. Any idea what drew them away? Hadn't heard. There was a fire a few hours ago. Caused quite the spectacle. But it didn't spread too far. From what I'd heard, it was an old bonder that attached itself to someone's place, and they didn't take too kindly to it. But from what I'd heard, those things are mostly harmless, and should have been able to leave. I think whoever lit it up must have trapped it there. But why? Who knows? Seems kind of cruel. No one saw who did it? Uh, my sister's best friend actually lives over there. She said she saw some scary-looking folk walking down the street shortly after. The family who lived there? Maybe. She said it was a guy and two ladies, though. Said she never remembered seeing them before. Be careful out there. These shaky truces seem more and more precarious by the hour. Sure thing. You too. A bit over a week ago, I was put to task on this. I really hope Jackie is alright. From what I've gathered, Herrera hasn't found her yet, but when he does, he'll paint the entirety of Seablock red with her blood. Jackie and I go way back. When we were little, she and I frequented the same bodega. One time, I had, uh, borrowed a bag of candy and got caught rounding the corner outside the door. She insisted to the clerk that she had blackmailed me into taking it for her. Of course, because of her family, he decided it was better to just drop the whole ordeal. Supposedly, when Herrera lost his conduit to his Corazon lineage, he fell out of favor with the family. I overheard from a talkative friend that he'd been returning from a vacation, and when he found out it was gone, upended his desk while simultaneously crushing one of his men's arms. That was only a few months ago. No one knows for sure what it is, aside from Herrera and a very select few, of course, or where it went. Jackie disappeared right around the time the conduit did, so naturally, he suspects her. Only thing he has left is his position with the CDD. Seems like even that's in jeopardy now, with the blight getting out of hand. The more of that stuff that floods the streets, the less faith his superiors have in him. He's feeling the pressure there, and Jackie's the perfect scapegoat. I imagine the Legion aren't the only ones he's got out on her trail, either. I've just about paced a hole in my rug trying to get this damn inheritance to produce something but I'm not getting any clearer a picture.
I can't focus on that right now. I think it's time I get to work on those leads I picked up at Ian's. Thank you for joining us. Again, you can catch us on Twitter at NSR Podcasts. Or you can go to our website at noshowradio.com. This episode was written, directed, and edited by me, Kyle. You can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. The part of B. Remington was played by Falcon Heavy. What's up, everybody? This has been Falcon Heavy. You can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at HelloFalcon. And Ian Thompson was played by Bam Bam. You can find me, Bam Bam, on Twitter at HotBam with three M's. Till next time, catch you later. This has been a No Show Radio production.